Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this unexpected episode of The Arkham Files. We have a few announcements before getting you into the good stuff. First off, the reason for this episode, as we are sure you have noticed, or at least we hope you have noticed, that it has been quite some time since we last released an episode of Keeper of the Ways. We got you all the way up until the finale, and then just left everyone in suspense. That definitely was not by design. We've actually been dealing with some technical issues. Sam has been handling all of the editing for Keeper of the Ways, and his almost brand new laptop crapped out with a halfway edited Keeper of the Ways on its hard drive. He sent it in for repairs, and let's just say an attempt was made, and a still broken laptop was sent back to him. After several more back and forths, a popular maker of computers that shall not be named finally waved the white flag and are sending him a brand new laptop, but it's still on the way. We're very hopeful that means we'll be able to bring you the finale of Keeper of the Ways within the next few weeks. But in the meantime, we wanted to share this previously Patreon-exclusive episode with you. This episode is part of a three-part series called Helping Hand that we put out a few years ago on Patreon. We're hoping this will hold you over until Keeper of the Ways is ready to go, but if like a third of a gopher, this episode only arouses your appetite without betting it back down, you can find the other two episodes of Helping Hand on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files at the confidential tier. It's five bucks a month. There are some other cool bonus content over there as well, including more bonus episodes. And we're releasing new bonus episodes every so often as well, so we keep those coming. I would encourage you to check that out. We also have an exclusive gilded server for Patreon subscribers, where you can interact with all of the members of the cast, and you can get news on the show faster than everyone else. All right, enough about Patreon. The biggest question I get most is, when is Radio Man coming? I know we left you hanging at the end of Fall of New Jerusalem, and I'm happy to tell you, I have answers. We've recorded multiple sessions for Radio Man so far, with more recording sessions scheduled. So pending the arrival of Sam's sweet, sweet new laptop, we are planning to roll out Radio Man early next year, so we can all, us included, find out what happens to the crew. 
And last but not least, we have a few shout outs before we get this session started. New patrons, thank you so much for subscribing. Bryce Gant, Luke Renz, Joanna, Pizza Dragon, I Like Robots, James Sinclair, Lindsay Chukoli, Mr. Kitty, great name by the way, D. Tass, and Jared Sylvester. Thanks again very much. But also, shout out to the rest of you as well. We wanted to thank you, all of our listeners, for just an incredible 2022. Nothing makes us happier than when somebody reaches out to us on social media to tell us they've listened to the show, tell us our podcast got them into the game, or tells us about their experience with Lovecraft or tabletop gaming or literally anything. We love interacting with you guys. But we also want to give a special shout out to everyone else as well, our silent listeners. You guys are the reason we've grown 400% in 2022. You guys are the reason we are now in the top 5% of all podcasts on Spotify. Not just Call of Cthulhu podcasts, or actual pay podcasts, or gaming podcasts. Breaking all podcasts on their platform for listenership. So thank you so much. We love you guys. So without further long-winded nonsense from me, here is episode one of A Helping Hand. Can't wait to see you all in what is going to be a very exciting 2023. Um, let's get started here. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to introduct or introduct this. I don't know how to intro <laughs> this, guys. <laughs> We're off to a rousing start here. Arousing? What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you're doing yeah, great. So super, you're doing great. Super Pete. excited to to try my hand at the keeping. Um, this is an original scenario, so you know, let's let's see how it goes. Hopefully, you guys can keep us afloat. Um, Alex, you know the rules uh, better than I do, so kind of counting on you to to keep us on track there as far as rules go. Um, no way, I'm going to be exploiting it. And at again, every turn. just for everybody's benefit, like we're not we're not sticklers for the rules here. We we want an entertaining game. We want everybody to have fun, um, and so you know we're gonna. We're going to do what we want to do as far as getting that set up goes. want to do it. All right. So, again, as Alex mentioned, joined here by Seth, Sam, Abel, and Alex as our investigators. Um, and so why don't, we, why don't we get started with that? Uh, with some intros? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, everybody. I'm Seth. Uh, and in this scenario, I am going to be playing Skeet Fluter. Skeet Fluter. <laughs> Skeet Fluter. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Sam, and I'm going to be playing Detective Flint Westwood. All right. Abel, you there? You want to give us yeah. a little introduction? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, I'm playing Deuce McGovern, and uh, I'm a famous novelist. McGovern? McGuffin. Deuce McGuffin, the famous novelist. Um, all right, and I'm going to be me, Alex. I am going to be playing the Treasury Agent Carl Malone. 
<laughs> it's my favorite name ever. <laughs> All I right. Guess, I guess I forgot to describe what my character actually totally is. Skeet Fleur is the medical examiner. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so little background before we jump right in. Um, this scenario, as as I mentioned, it's a it's an original. Um, it takes place in 1929 in Innsmouth. Is it Innsmouth or Innsmouth? In his mouth. Innsmouth. Either. Okay, that's that's what I always say. Innsmouth. In his mouth. Innsmouth, Massachusetts. Um, October 31st. Very, very creepy, cliche date there. Ooh, October nice. 31st, 1929. Innsmouth, Massachusetts. Um, we're going to follow starting off with uh, Sam's character, actually, Flint Westwood. Yes. And that's where we're going to jump in right here. That's detective. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Kick us off, pal. All right. The Arkham Files presents A Helping Hand, an original Arkham adventure from the Arkham Boys. All right. There's only one thing worse than getting woken up by the chief of police in the middle of the night. That's getting woken up in the middle of the night by the chief of police because there's a murder to solve. Detective Flint Westwood was dozing a little bit as he swung the automobile through the rain toward the eastern part of Innsmouth, Massachusetts at 3.30 in the morning on Halloween. Dozing and remembering those blissful few minutes of sleep he had before the grating sound of the telephone woke him up. He didn't need to answer it. He could have thrown his clothes on and headed to the station without having to hear what was on the other end. But he answered it anyway. As Flint expected, it was the chief, and it wasn't good news. Get up, Flint. It's a big one. We've got a high-profile corpse on the dock in the east end of the river, and I need you there immediately. What's more is I've got a real dewdropper here. You're going to be taken on a ride-along, a rider. I guess he knows someone who knows my boss, and he gets to go observe this whole thing. So don't mess this one up. All right, all right, Chief. I'll uh, be there as quickly as I can. The aforementioned dewdropper was currently sitting erect in the passenger seat, like a new puppy coming home for the first time with his tail wagging. You can't wait to get rid of him. You pull the muddy car or the car into a muddy stall near the dock and prepare to trek through the rain to the entrance of the warehouse. It's not one of the nice ones, one of the ones with the high the high profile cruise ships use to drop off the high-end goods of their high-end clientele. This is one of the old warehouses, all old crumpling brick and drafty windows. You think this is night like all the others you've been used to, waking up to the chief's voice to go solve one thing or another. Another case that bleeds into all the others over the years and decades, the facts of which have all but been forgotten, if only. Because at the end of this one, 
You'd give everything you have in the world to let the facts of this case bleed away. You'd sell your own mother to forget all about it. Alright. So Flynn Eastwood, you and Deuce McGuffin, you exit the yeah, car. That's Westwood. What did I say? Flint Eastwood? Eastwood? Yeah. I'm gonna be doing that all night. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Eastwood. Sam. Uh-oh. Copyright all infringement. Right. <laughs> Cut it out. Anyway, so you guys exit the car, you walk through the rain, and you uh, you go in um, and you start walking towards the warehouse. Here's a little bit of an outside view of the warehouse for you. This place looks pretty run down. It has been used. Yep. Old crumbling brick, crappy windows. So you're walking in, obviously I couldn't put the rain in there, but you're walking towards it. You get close, the door kind of creaks open and you walk in. You're at the far east end. Hang on one second. Not to be confused with Eastwood. Not to be confused with Eastwood. Which is not to be confused with Westwood. (laughs) As you guys enter from the east side, why don't you scroll down a little bit. You see at the far end where the... uh, there's the big doors where the ships pull in to to, uh, to let out their cargo. There's a ramp, and near the ramp is the foreman, John, Johnny Tightlips. And then down near the bottom of the ship is where your corpse is, and there waits. <clears throat> it's the the beat cop on duty. He's basically just watching the watching the place, keeping it safe until until the detectives arrive. His name is uh, Sergeant Murphy. Um, also on the scene, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you there, just arriving in his own car and getting to, to the point where he can go examine the, the dead guy there. That is Skeet Fluter, medical examiner. Nice. Trying to determine cause of death, etc. Alright, Sergeant Murphy... What are the details here? What do we know? All right, so if you follow me this way, I'll, I'll show you our, our dead man here. Now, we were able to get his his wallet. Nothing was taken. Um, let, let me show you the, uh, the items he had on his person when we found him. He had his wallet. He had uh, this, this notebook here. He had a revolver. And that was it. Now, by going through his uh, by going through his, his pockets and his wallet, we were able to determine who he was. And, and it's not like it was that hard to tell. He, he, he's somebody everybody knows. This is Seamus O'Malley, formerly, and I say formerly, of the O'Malley crime family. Last we heard, he was on the outs with his family, always screwing things up. He's the he, he's the he, he's always known as the the screw-up of the family. Last I heard, disowned completely. So it's not that shocking to see this kind of end. Here in this warehouse, I don't know, but in general. What do we know about the warehouse? Do we know who it belongs to? So this is just one of our general warehouses east end of the, east end of the city here. 
Uh, hey, lots hey, lots hey, of ships come in, in uh, come and go and unload the cargo. Um, they pay for space. You'd have to talk to the to the foreman. He's he's he he's pretty hush uh, hush. He doesn't give me a lot of information. He keeps he keeps telling me he needs uh, we need a warrant. He's he's not helpful at all. Uh, yes, excuse, excuse me, uh, uh, Mr. Murphy. Uh, this is Skit Fluter, uh, medical examiner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do. I do. Uh, uh, pardon me. Don't mean to interrupt. Uh, uh, I do. I do notice this very much blood. Uh, as a medical examiner, I like to examine body. Yes. Uh, okay. What? So as you're about to examine the body, from the from the from the door you guys just entered, you hear it boom shut again, and a man in a suit starts walking towards you from that end of the. That end of the the warehouse. <laughs> it's none other than our treasury agent, Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! All right, so you see walking towards you out of the rain, backlit for a moment before the doors closed, a tall, slim figure in a tan trench coat and a fedora. As he strolls towards you, nonchalantly, shaking the rain off of himself, looks aside. A somewhat nondescript looking man with dark hair and wearing horn rimmed glasses. Walks up, pulls out his wallet, flashes a badge. Says, Good morning, everyone. I am Agent Malone of the United States Treasury Service, and I am going to be in charge of this investigation. Agent Bloodsucker, more like. <laughs> <laughs> Very Hello, funny. Man. What is your name, sir? Frick, what's my name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Flint Lockwood. <laughs> my name is Detective Westwood. Right, Detective. And I am Deuce McGuffin. You've probably oh. heard of me. Maybe read a few of my novels. Deuce McGuffin, I have not. But, well, you what should. What are you doing here? Oh, you're uh, a writer. I am assisting in this investigation. Detective, who is this guy? I am, I've uh, been pulled in by the chief himself to assist give my expertise, my know-how, my knowledge to help out in this investigation. All right, that's great. It's uh, a pleasure yes, to meet you. I got I'll, stuck babysitting. I'm sure it's a pleasure to meet me as well. I'll come talk to you <laughs> if I need nonsense. Uh, Excuse me, MacGuffin. Uh, just want to make sure you get uh, my name oh, spelled oh my. right. Skeet Fluter. S-K-E-E-T-F-L-U-T-E-R. Mm, mm. Oh my gosh. It is not as in high school. When kids make fun of me, skin flute, it is Ooh. skeet fluter. Ooh. Is that with an umlaut? Um, excellent, Dr. Fluter. But as you can see here, this is... Uh, I know, I'm sure all you are very experienced, except for maybe... Oh, I'm experienced. Mr. McMuffin over here, but... This on the ground me? is a very notorious mobster, McGuffin. which is my jurisdiction. This is none other than Seamus O'Malley of the O'Malley crime family. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that's what I was, was just telling. I'm sorry, sir. I'm a, um, what was my guy's? Officer Murphy. Sergeant, Sergeant Murphy here. I was just giving them the rundown of, uh, of Seamus O'Malley here. 
And I believe uh, Dr. Fluto was just about to examine examine the body. All right, Dr. Mc... Dr. Tudor, why don't you take a look? Tell us what happened here. Though, yes, that's what I do. Pretty sure I got a good theory already. Well, it's okay. obvious. So why don't you it's roll me a spot what hidden, happened here. Skeet Fluter? All right, here goes Skeet for the... Uh... Roll me a spot hidden and a, and a biology check. Ooh, uh, spot hidden is... Ooh. 60... 99. Oh, okay. He, so you think it's a goat. <laughs> wow. What a I am very distracted by <laughs> MacGuffin. Maybe Skeet needs some thicker glasses. Does that count as a fumble? or Can you see all right, yeah, Skeet? Yeah. Doctor yeah, first roll of the game is Okay, a so Seth, instead of... I mean, I mean Skeet Fluter, instead of uh, walking up with a magnifying ga- glass, he went up with a torch and <laughs> lit the corpse on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Let right. me take a closer look. <laughs> it's easier uh, to determine cause of death when body yes, is charged. So my analysis is he is dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your biology is at least good enough for you to determine that he is dead. Um, you, you roll the body over with your, you know, your gloves on, so you're not leaving the. And you notice uh, two shots to the back of the head. <clears throat> oh, there's my biology. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> do you want me to roll or, or two shots to the back of the head? Is that what we got? That—that's what it looks like to me, sir. That's mm. just as I suspected. This looks like the work of a notorious hitman we've been on the trail of for a long time. None other than. The postman. We call him that because this is his signature. Two shots to the back of the head. Because the postman always rings your bell twice. <laughs> uh, Doctor. Oh yeah, I think I've heard that one. Doctor oh, uh, be- Before I forget to mention, uh, uh, um, sir, Treasury Agent Man Malone. Uh, these are the uh, the items we found on him. We've got this pocket notebook here. Looks like he takes notes there. And then we've got his uh, his wallet and gun here. And there was one more thing that we found on him that I forgot to mention to the detective and this uh, writer man here. Um, we also found... Hang on. How do I pull this Famous up? Famous author. Oh, yes, I have just now confirmed <clears throat> the cause of death is two bullets oh, in the back is. of the head. <laughs> Oops, I did something <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Scooter. Sorry, I'm doing this wrong. Hang on. There it is. Did that come up? Oh, show players. This was something that was very interesting that we that we found on him. Um, if you know, as as I mentioned to you guys before, he was on the outs with his family. Uh, but this this actually comes from the Sober Leprechaun, which is the speakeasy. And I use the I'm using air quotes here. The speakeasy that the O'Malley crime family operates out of. Now, from what I've heard, is that Seamus has been out of town all over Europe for the past several months, and this is their new set of matchbooks from. From what I've heard, and so I have no idea how he could have gotten these unless he physically went there, and 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 I mean theoretically risk getting shot by his uncle. Hmm. Silver leprechaun. Third of this joint. Dangerous area. All right, and we got. Let's see. This notebook. What we have here. 
Looks like maybe, I don't know, there's a bunch of gibberish I can't make. I mean, I've got this figured out. What do you think it means, detective? Do you guys want to pull that up? <clears throat> Dr. Fluter. Uh, roll me a spot hidden on the uh, notebook. How about you, McMuffin? You're some kind of book-learning man. Why that's don't you... McGuffin. That's what I said. Uh, anybody looking at the notebook? I'll take spot. a look. Hand it over. There Speed you go. will take a look. Just see if you come to the 24. same conclusions I did. This is a success. Kind of looks like a ledger of his time. I got an extreme success. I rolled a three. Oh, and it's an extreme success. Okay, so since, I mean, you guys, we've had multiple people succeed. Uh, you'll notice that this looks like just a whole bunch of gibberish. Uh, when you guys are looking at this notebook, it's old, it's worn. There's a whole bunch of, as the uh, um, author mentioned, a log of his time. But something looks a little bit darker in the ink than the other just scribblings and ramblings in this old leather notebook. Up on the top left, you see a line that says University Library, October 30th, which was the day before at 9 a.m. Uh, looks like it may have been some sort of appointment. Looks like this entry in the diary must be some kind of appointment. So I think maybe we should start looking there. Retrace his steps. Uh, Dr. Fluter, could we get a exactly, uh, detective, time of that's death what on the, the conclusion I had was. Well, if you want to ask me... I think we should talk to this guy over here. Nobody asked you. Well, Nobody he's standing you. there, and he's been at the docks, so perhaps he knows something. He probably doesn't know. Okay, anything. so I'm going to apologize again for this. I keep uh, jumping around a little bit. i um, losing track of my facts. So you roll over the body, and, and uh, you do your biology check. You find the two shots to the back of the head, but you also find other <laughs> very important pieces of information that I have Signature until now forgotten pal, pal. to uh, to mention. Ding, ding. <clears throat> oh, um, wait, wait, gentlemen. Uh, I find more on body. Very obvious things, No, it's things all right. Too. We already know who this is. The, the things, man. The things on the body that we notice, uh, I'm going to need at least Abe. You're going to need to roll a sanity check. Cut out. Who do you say? Roll sanity. Me? Roll sanity. You, yeah. the author. <laughs> That's Deuce McGuffin to you. Here we go, baby. Uh, 27. So that's a success, right? I'm rolling for sanity? Yeah. Oh, that's a fail, uh, right? Sanity is 60. So you fail? No, you rolled a 20, uh, 27. No, you rolled a 27. 27. You I'm very successful. I thought you wanted to roll above your sanity. No, if you lose no. your sanity, then you roll intelligence. Oh, okay. There you go. Thank you. All right, Abe, you lose one point of sanity. What did I see? <coughs> oh, I about to explain. This terrible body with the dinged bells. So Skeet Fluter, for all the the surrounding audience to see crouches down and he notes so he notes the two gunshot wounds to the back of the head which is the obvious cause of death but as he rolls the body over he also notes that Seamus O'Malley's hands are both missing and this isn't some hack job like somebody took a butcher's knife and just quickly cut those hands off it's almost surgical in its precision he's seen work like that in the hospital what's more is as he looks up 
from the hands to the torso to the neck and finally rests on the face of Seamus O'Malley. He can see on his forehead a strange symbol in Seamus' own blood. Okay, if, if you okay, if you look here, uh, my sirs, my see, good just sirs, as I here. said, the, wow, uh, uh, okay, that's just, just been, been up, uh, pointed over that way there, buddy, it's, it happens. Well, uh, <laughs> first, uh, first murder there, McMuffin. Uh, first amount of to look at him. His yeah. body's destroyed. Like I said, two shots to the... Oh. oh. Who the heck cut his hands off? Uh, oh. yes. If if you might let me continue, sirs. Uh, this man has no hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that, Dr. Scooter. So I can if see you let that me he has explain. no hands. Okay, this what man. What happened to him? If you look at around the rim of the wrists, there is ve- there's a very clear cut. This only happens with either a uh, uh, a samurai with a katana blade, which is popular in uh, Mr. Tallahassee Turner's uh, novels, <laughs> which I have read all of them. They are quite good. Uh, or some sort of uh, surgical instrument. So this is very a uh, clean cut. Not not somebody that is uh, amateur could pull this off. How about that symbol on his forehead? Uh, let me pull out my notebook. I want to sketch that down. Oh, this uh, symbol is very intricate. I believe I have seen this in a Tallahassee book. Uh, perhaps we should call him if he had not died. Tragically, in an accident. <laughs> yeah, I heard Spoiler that Arthur got eaten by some kind of butthole monster. Uh, no, he <laughs> defeated butthole monster. He got eaten by a floating light. Okay, so you guys can see the symbol, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see the symbol. What the heck is it? Um, this is like a hang doodle. on. This is this isn't right. None of this is right. Oot. Postman right. just shoots people in the back of the head. Who the heck cut his hands off? Well, perhaps it's not. Maybe he cut his own hands off. Yeah, I, I was gonna. Head. I was gonna say the same thing. I mean, that those two plugs to the back of the head—that that looks like the postman. The slice in the hands off. That I don't know whose that is. Yeah, postman doesn't slice people's hands off and draw. Mr. Weird Skeet, that looks like precision doctor cutting. Look, and right what, there. What did you find on the body again? Show me those things. We got uh, we got the notebook, uh, matchbook. Yes. This can't. This, was this everything? Murphy, was this everything that was on the body? You got. Yes. Yes. I. I when we arrived, um, about an hour Look. ago, we we found the matchbook in his pocket. We found the the wallet in his pocket. Uh, no, with, all right. Hang uh, on. Just, all right. What, I I I'm, I, I will admit uh, one thing I forgot before. There were five dollars in the wallet, and I I, I let that one go. <laughs> uh, now just. Look, there's got a. Uh, Agent Malone gets down. He starts digging through the pockets, opening up his jacket, looking at his inner pockets, going through his. Oh, 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 I'm gonna stand over here. That's making me a little queasy. 
Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Malone. You cannot uh, just go touching the body. This is a, this is a, a protected it's, crime it's scene. No, no. You will ruin the evidence. Look, look, Doctor Scooter. Uh, with all due respect, this is this is how we do it up at the Treasury Department. All right, we know we know what we're doing here. No, uh, look, you uh, Mister Mister McMuffin. What did you say you do? Famous author extraordinaire. All right, so you. You are. You are you familiar with strange symbols and gobbledygook? Well, I am somewhat familiar with these type of things. I write about them in my ghost novels. All right, hey, I grab uh, a, I grab Mr. Deuce uh, McGuffin around the shoulders or around the, the scruff of the neck. I drag him over and I <laughs> point him down at the uh, the symbol. <laughs> this right, right here. Why Do you know don't you uh, make me an occult role, uh, Deuce McGuffin? Um, I have. Let's see, where is it? What the? Which one does it fall? Oh, a cold. Hey, thirty. Hey, not bad. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Five. Uh, I got five. Yeah. Booyah! Wow! Yeah, boy. Yes. Oh, you're gonna. Okay, so. All right, just hold it in. Hold it together, McMuffin. What is that? So Deuce McGuffin, you uh, you look uh, studiously or whatever. You look studyingly at this this symbol on Seamus O'Malley's forehead, and as you stare into it, it tickles a memory in the back of your mind of something you read <laughs> researching long ago, and you remember this is an occult symbol. It's used in ritual magic for those who believe in that sort of thing. It's called the symbol of the gateway. This here, my friends, is the symbol of the gateway. I've seen it before in my studies. Oh yes, I believe I have read about this in a Tallahassee book. Gateway to what? What that means exactly is... Q Peter. Yeah, that's all you you remember. (laughs) That's it? That's all he knows? Right. Oh, well, I guess you're not completely useless, dudes. Nice job. Pats you on the back really hard. <clears throat> well, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. There could be a connection here with the library. Maybe he learned of this symbol there, and someone killed him, drew it on his head. Maybe he knew too much. I don't know. But I think we should start with the library. Very astute detective. Western... Uh, one thing I like to ask Thank you. is, uh, there are two bullet holes in his head, but where are the shells? Where are the shell cases? Are there exit wounds out his forehead? No. Then okay, the bullets are so still in his head, Mr. Yeah, Examiner. The shell casing, we would like to have those if you, uh, I mean, just a suggestion, Mr. Uh, investigator extraordinaire, uh, detective. Is there uh, blood splatter or anything on the crime scene, or does it look like his body was just dumped here? I would like to. Uh, no, there's a, there's a, there's a fair amount of blood. He he looks as though he was killed here. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I would um, like to take these bodies. Kind of look back around, look under any of the uh, like pallets or anything, and just take a little peek around around this area. Um, roll me a spot hidden. Alright. Yeah, I'm gonna follow suit once I see, uh... My spot hidden is 60. Once I see Agent Malone start poking around looking, I'm gonna start looking around, too. Um, I rolled a 100. (laughs) (laughs) You stand up to look around, and you hit your head on a support beam. Take one point of damage. (laughs) What happened? I said you stand up to look around, and you hit your head on a support beam. Take one point of damage. <laughs> really? No, not really. I'll do it. I'll do it. I guess you did roll a 100. Yeah, I'm going to make you take the one. All right, gosh dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled a 17. Oh, real nice. What's your spot hitting? Uh, there's nothing. It, so that's a uh, hard success? Um, yeah. Okay. So, Deuce McGuffin, as you're looking around, you yeah, notice one thing you notice that seems like it might be innocuous, but you're not sure, is there's some fairly fresh um, scrapings along that side entrance where where ships dock. It looks as though maybe at least fairly recently a ship docked there. Um, Agent Malone, over here, over here, the, the, there's some scrapings along the edge here. This looks like perhaps a ship was here recently. Where what do you think? We, uh, I think it probably is nothing. Um, Detective, I didn't um, see. it looks I don't, like there's some scrapings over this, here. I mean, I, Sergeant Murphy, uh, do you have the shipping manifest? I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, Flint Eastwood. I said, Sergeant Murphy, Westwood. you uh, happen to have the Thank you. shipping manifest. Uh, no, as I, as I mentioned to you before, that uh, the foreman over there, he's very uh, tight-lipped. He, he won't tell me anything. He won't give over the manifest. He just, basically, he, he just says, he works here, he saw the body, he called it in, and where's my warrant? All right, I'm going to go talk to Mr. Foreman. Hey, foreman. I'll I'll follow him over. So you approach the foreman? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go over there with him. Um, What's my intimidate? (laughs) What's the foreman look like? Uh, Oh, thank you, Alex. So the foreman is very yellow. (laughs) (laughs) He has four fingers on each hand. He's got four fingers. Shifty eyes. Shifty eyes. Shifty eyes. Now, the foreman looks um, 
That's a Simpsons reference, everybody. Pete's not being racist yeah, against no, Asian no. people. <laughs> uh, the foreman's name is is Johnny Tightlips. It's a character from Simpsons. And um, anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see nothing. Well, I see a lot of things. Or maybe just things. offensive towards, I, see uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yellow belly. Moving on. Uh, so Johnny Tightlips, he is a broader man who, you know, he looks like someone that commands respect in the shipyard. He's he's big. He, he's muscular, uh, balding a little bit, maybe getting into his late 30s, but still very uh, intimidating himself. All right, I'm going to walk up to him, and I'm just going to start off with, I'm going to flash my badge at him, and I'm going to roll an intimidate. I'm going to flash my badge at him, too. You don't just roll and intimidate. You, but I want to look intimidating. You're trying to look intimidating? All right, roll and intimidate. Uh, when when Detective Westwood flashes his badge, I also flash my badge, but put it in front of his badge. <laughs> well, I, I, it looks like I see a couple of badges. Uh, hey, are you the foreman? Yeah, I'm, I'm the foreman of this warehouse. I, I, I do a lot of the warehouses around here, and I, uh, I, I came in a little while ago. All right, Found I'm a dead guy. I, uh, whip out my notebook, and I start taking notes. All right, uh, I'm gonna need to get a look at the shipping manifest, see, uh, what ships have come and gone in the last 24 hours. Uh, great. You're gonna need the uh, shipping just... manifest, foreman. Uh, yeah, I'll happily hand it over if you just show me your warrant. Really? I got a warrant right you here. Play these games? Showing my badge. Going to, to take space. you downtown and throw you in the slammer for impeding our investigation. If, if that's what it takes, it I around. mean, I, I, I've got some time to kill. I can go in the slammer. All right, I'm gonna roll my intimidating now to try and scare him. You guys are a go little in the bit slammer. Can you go to the cemetery? You guys. <laughs> All right, I'll let you roll uh, and intimidate for that uh, death. Me, threat. I'm. I'm giving him the assist. I'm assisting. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I get a bonus right. die. Bonus die. <laughs> uh, excuse me, um, everyone, uh, detectives. While you are talking to this man, I, I examined the body further, uh, and I have found atopic dermatitis around his uh, his dermis, his epidermis, by his wrists. I failed. Uh, so <laughs> this uh, he may have cut his own hands off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, well, there's a real We take a closer look at his feet and see that he's got hands for feet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, yeah, you can can bury me in the the cemetery. You can take me down to the slammer. But listen, I don't work for either of you guys. And I've got I've got a job to do, and I've got bosses who really care about their privacy. And if they see me handing out these manifests like that, I mean, I didn't say nothing. Uh, Hey, Pete, is there, like, an office around here? Uh... Yes, there. I, I I didn't draw it on the map, but along this back. So if you scroll down to where Johnny Tightlips' feet are, this back wall, there's an office there. Okay, so the wall behind us, then the one yep. down closer to. Yep. Um. That guy. Yeah, exactly. Um. Well, all right. If you're not going to help us and assist law enforcement, which should be every great American's duty. Is that what's this over here? Uh, I start walking towards the office. Wait. Um, I'm gonna. Sorry, what'd you say? You you walk towards the office yourself? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I enter if the door's open. Yeah, the door's open. Hey, what are you okay, doing yeah. in there? I go inside. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're not supposed to go in there. Um, I want to look around, see if I can find the shipping manifest. Excuse me, Mr. Tightlips. How would you spell that? I'm taking notes for my book for this investigation. And I um, want to make sure, sure you get the credit you deserve for helping us so much. Yeah, it's, uh... Uh, B-U-T-T. <laughs> H-O-L-E. Such a character. And then Monster. Alright, roll me a spot hidden, uh, Kay. Agent Malone. Alright, my spot hidden is 60. 55. Boo, yeah. Alright, that's a success. So you're searching through the, uh, the, um, office. That's, mm -hmm. that's the one. And you, um, look through the desk and you're able to find a shipping manifest. Boo. Alright. Case solved. <laughs> and that's the end of that chapter. Sorry, I'm just trying that's to find all right, it. So, Alright, I start looking through it. Looking for the most works. recent. And I'm trying Arrivals. to get my interview with uh, Tight Lips to try and prevent him from going oh, hey, in the office is. there. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Let's see. We got some items here. Some elephants. Costume livestock. El elephants? Livestock lions, horses. The oldest trick, Freightliner Shipping Manifest. That was the most recent. Egyptian God Statues. Kalio? Hey, uh, Mr. McMuffin. McGuffin. Kalio. Uh, hang on a second. Oh, Egyptian God Statues. This. <clears throat> so, as you're looking at this. This is a bunch of circus stuff. No, this Mirrors, this could be signs. related to uh, m mythological creatures. Uh, Mr. McMuffin, that symbol that was on that guy's head, does that have anything, does that have anything to do with the, the Egyptians? So as you're rifling through stuff in the office, Johnny Tightlips comes over, because obviously you've now drawn a crowd. There's like three people over there with you arguing about it. He comes mm. to the doorway of the office. Hey, what are you guys doing in here? Oh man! Listen, <laughs> listen, y'all. You guys didn't see that. Give me that. Give me that shipping manifest. Give it to me so that I can account just... for it, and I'll tell you guys whatever you want. How about you tell us what we want first? How about you kiss my butt? <laughs> Classy. Look, how about I have Sergeant Murphy start taking a closer look at the uh, shipping dock around here and see how many violations he could cite you for. Are you going to try and intimidate me again? Yes. <laughs> 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 Alright, go ahead and roll another. 24, yes! <laughs> I got a hard success. Alright, uh, so... I are, I, I'm successfully intimidated, but I was already telling you I'd tell you whatever you want to know. So, what do you want to know? All right, look, I don't need this nonsense. Some sort of you got a bunch of animals and gold painted mummy tune. I don't know what this nonsense is. Explain this to me, tight lips. Uh, that's the shipping manifest of the only ship we had yesterday. Uh, 
I don't know if all, all you fellas have heard, I'm not breaking any news here, but there's a, a, a circus coming in from, I don't know where, Paris, France, London, England, who cares? Uh, and that's their ship. They, um, yeah, they, that's what they sh transport. They've got elephants, I don't know, it's for the, the, the tricks. They're setting up, I think they're premiering tonight. Um... It, it, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a little bit, uh, well, pardon my language, but crappy. Uh, unloading all of those uh, animals. We we got them docked. We we got in here, and then it took us like two hours even to 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 make it in here, and that's when we found the dead guy. Interesting. Bunch of carnies, eh? Sounds like a bunch of hand cutter offers if I ever heard of them. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no hand cutting off. I, uh, the only thing I cut is my, uh, my, uh, whiskers on my face. So Skeet Fluter has a question. Uh, were the hands around the body? No, the they hands were gone. are just gone. They're gone. They're just missing. Oh, they're gone, yeah. Yeah, his hands are missing. Okay. Hmm. Now he's hanging out in the park with a guy who has no hands. Well, I think we know where we need to go look. Find these dirty, traveling, gypsy, carny folk. I bet if we find him, we'll catch him red-handed. <laughs> oh, I get it. Takes because off his, his hands are bloody. Says that. You probably can move the manifest there. Agent, nothing. Can I quote you on that? That's a good line. You can, McMuffin. You guys hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not that funny. Oh. <laughs> oh okay, just checking. Just checking. Just kidding. All right, well, it looks like we've got a couple leads here. We could split up and follow a few of them at the same time. Well, I think I should go to the library. Detective, why don't you check out this sober leprechaun? Even figure out what O'Malley was doing there. All right, I suppose I can do that. If you want to follow up on the circus freak lead. I could, yeah, I don't... Carnies. Um, okay, so should... Should Skid go to take the body to examine, or should I go to the circus? So, are you with, are you talking about, are you, is Skeet talking about going with someone, or just going to investigate stuff all by himself? Well, yes, both. Um, I'm trying to decide whether or not I should take the body back and pull the bullets out of his head. I kind of think that's your job. <laughs> yeah, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested in going to the circus. Realistically, though, I don't know your guy would be allowed to just ditch and go investigate with the detective. Listen, listen to my character, realistically. <laughs> Despite his medical background and his jumpy personality, he's very keen to believe in the existence of the supernatural. Yeah, he, he really wants to go with you. Okay. I think if we split up, we need to do one with the agent and one with the detective. So um, I don't care. I mean, well, I, I think I'm not the author is my responsibility, so it would make more sense if Abe came with me. That's right. Um, okay, well then I would go with Agent Malone. All right. Well, if I got a smart guy here, Mister Doctor. Why don't you come with me to the library? You can do some research. I'll see if I can look into whatever this appointment is that he had in his book. Uh, that sounds stupid. <laughs> All right, well, we can go to the circus and just have fun. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go read books. Cracker Jack's on me, pal. <laughs> okay, uh, so if I understand correctly, we've got Flint Westwood and Deuce McGuffin going to the Sober Leprechaun. And we've got Skeet Fluter. I can't even say your name without laughing, dude. Skeet Fluter and Agent Malone are going to the circus. I don't want to go to the circus. I want no, to. No, they're to the going library. to the library. Are you going to the library or are you going to the circus? Circus scares me. Uh, How about we uh, meet up together and go to the and circus? And meet us after. at the circus afterward. I like that idea. Sounds good. Let's do it. Break. Okay. Uh, which one do you want to play out first? Do you guys want to do the Sober Leprechaun? Or You're you the game master, bro. You do what so, you choose. And the Sober Leprechaun is a, like a mob bar, right? Yeah. A mob bar for the O'Malley's. <laughs> the O'Malley's. Uh, the O'Malley's. All right, we're going to do the uh, Sober. Okay. We're going to do the Sober Leprechaun next. Okay, Skeet Flutter will go with Malone to the library. All right. <clears throat> As I'm so, walking by the dead guy, though, I'd like to say, shame, shame, we know your name. Hold your horses. Nobody laughs. Get it? Lose two points of sanity. <laughs> I don't get what you're talking about. So as you guys exit the warehouse, right as the rain starts to starts to uh, starts to stop, I guess. Right as the rain calms down. Uh, you see the sun is just starting to come up over the eastern seaboard. You go your separate ways. Flint Westwood to his one car. Trailed just like a little puppy, just like before. Deuce McGuffin right behind him. Skeet Fluter and Agent Malone, the strangest pairing I've ever seen, climb into their own car and each takes their own direction. Skeet Fluter, Agent Malone towards the university library to the north and the other two towards the Silver Leprechaun in the south. Did you say the Silver Leprechaun or the Silver I don't know if you guys noticed, but on that matchbook, on the inside, it says the Silver Leprechaun, purveyor yep. of the finest uh, non-alcoholic Irish water. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I couldn't read saw that. quite what that said. If you click on the things, it pulls it. Like, yeah, I just, it I still could read it. Yeah, it's cool. All right, here we go. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, Ooh, this is cool. cool. Look at that man. Oh, nice. Real nice, Pete. Showing me up all the time with all your fancy photos. Pete's hosting is way better. I have to do the flashy stuff because I'm not good at the actual substance stuff. Alright. Uh, this is a cool pub, though. Look I think you're like doing the, pretty uh, well, buddy. Like newspapers yeah, on the ceiling. A lot it's of cool. non alcoholic water. Okay, so. Detective, um, Deuce, you guys pull up outside the Sober Leprechaun. It's still dark, but for some reason there's a light on inside, even though it's 
probably 4.30 in the morning at this point. You knock on the door. The bartender, he's a tall, thin man with kind of a larger nose and a kind of beady eyes. Looks sort of like a rat. He peers out at you. He tries to wave you away. I flash my badge and say, Hey, beady-eyed little man-boy, how about you let us in for a chat? He rolls his eyes and he unlocks the door. He lets you in. Thank you. As you enter, he goes and stands back behind the bar. For now, all you can hear or all you can see is the barman, but I want you both to roll me a listen check. Listen. Let me see how I listen. Okay, my listen is 65. 56. Nope, 59. I rolled an 18 out of 70, so hard success. Okay. You listen closely, and you can hear voices coming from the upstairs. So it's pretty clear that the barman isn't there just all by himself minding the bar. Oi, what you all doing here in the middle of the night? Can I catch your name? Didn't catch your name. Can I get your name? My name's not important. What are you doing here? How about you tell me your name? And then we can go from there. My name's Barman. Barman. Elijah Barman. Does that mean that you're uh, selling illegal liquor? Yeah, you look up behind him, and the bottles on the wall are very clearly alcohol. So, Mr. Barman, we can either uh, have this nice, friendly chat here, or I can take you downtown. We can have a precinct. Choice is yours. (laughs) Right. Let's get the O'Malley's downtown to talk about it. Maybe we'll get, you know, the mayor down there and and, and uh, you can explain to him why his friends, the O'Malley's that he played cards with last night, are down there answering questions. Listen, this isn't alcohol behind me. This is water. You see this green one over here? That's seawater. This brown one, that's potato water. And this one right here, this muddy, disgusting looking one, this one's my favorite. This one's sewer water. So how about I uh, give you a little bit of that and then we throw you out on your ear. Hey there, Mr. Barman. How about you give me one of those waters? One of the hardest waters you've got. He turns Slap around a dollar bill a down on the tink cup. Dink. Or a coin. <laughs> well, what is the law skill? Give me a minute. You, you give me a... Like how uh, well you know the law? You give me a nickel. He, uh... He uh, turns around briefly, grabs a glass, and he puts actual water in it. Here you are. Thank you for your patronage. All right, let's cut the crap, Barman. Well, that's some good water. <clears throat> what you can you tell me about just, Seamus O'Malley? What about Seamus? He uh, gives you kind of a... His eye, eyes shift slightly when you mention Seamus. Clearly... You knew the man, and I have it on good authority that he was here within the last 24 hours. Well, of course I knew the man. Did you see the sign outside? It says O'Malley's. (laughs) (laughs) Then maybe you can tell me why he's dead and missing both of his hands. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean he's dead? 
He was here. Uh, what do you mean he's dead? I mean he gave up the ghost. Ceased <laughs> to be. Expired. I don't believe you. He is an ex Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> How about you go get whoever's in charge and let me talk to them then, you numb nut. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna let you roll a fast talk. I have 5% on that. Oh, uh, well, then you're gonna fail. It sounded like an intimidate to me. Alright, fine. Go ahead and roll an intimidate. What'd well, you I get? just rolled 17. All right, intimidate uh, 65. Okay. Alright, why don't you just uh, go on upstairs? The uh, if, if, you're, if you're telling me the truth and Seamus is really dead, uh, his Uncle Connor is up there. He's, uh, he's in charge around here. He'll want to know. But I, I'm gonna warn you right now. If you're putting one over on me, this is not something that we take lightly, and this is not something that Connor will ever forget. Look, barman, just calm your tits and show me the way. <laughs> <laughs> just told you to go up the stairs. Um, hmm, maybe I should make the author stay down here. I don't know. What do you think? I start Eric? walking up the stairs. Alright. <laughs> hey, we go upstairs. Alright. You guys go up the stairs and you turn the corner. There's a lone lamp lit. And around the lamp, er, and from the light of the lamp, you see a single table with three men sitting and playing cards. By themselves. Oh, we're playing strip poker. Would you like to join in? <laughs> oh, I'm in. No, I'm down to me skivvies already. They're not playing strip poker. They're <laughs> playing a uh, naked twister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to calm That's down. Right. I ain't taking um, off me skivvies. Too much soda. <laughs> This guy's real disappointed. Go ahead, He's got a strip. Okay, so in the middle, you can tell that one of them is a little bit older than the other two. And he, he's got an air of somebody who's in charge. They're all wearing fedoras because this is the 20s and fedoras are dope. The guy on the left also kind of... He looks more like a weasel than a rat. But he keeps looking over at Connor like... Like he's waiting for a cue from him. You can see somewhat of a little bit of a family resemblance between those two. I see you got past my barman. Yeah, you're very observant. Have you, have you come to tell me my, my, my nephew is dead? Now how would you know that? Come on now. What do you think? I, I've, got, I've got eyes and ears all over the city. Do you expect me to not know when my own flesh and blood has gone the way of all the earth? God I suppose you can uh, tell me what happened last night, or happened early this morning. What happened to the man? Unfortunately, I cannot tell you that. Yeah, well, I've heard that he's been quite the screw-up in the family. Maybe uh, he screwed up one last time, and you guys decided to punch his ticket. <laughs> it's not the best you can do. Yeah, your information is a little old. Yes. Everybody knows Seamus has had some problems in the past. But a couple of weeks ago, 
he brought me a cool 50 thou. And everything's been good ever since. I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't do specific work for me. Seamus is his own man. Yeah, well, I highly doubt he got that 50 thou by selling newspapers in Amsterdam. Oh, that was much better. I don't know, maybe he does and maybe he doesn't. I don't care what Seamus is up to as long as he's bringing in the greenbacks. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> hey, hey, detective. Detective. Yeah, ask him about the manifest. About the manifest? Yeah, ask him about the carnival. What can you tell me about the circus that's in town? That was the, uh, the ship that most recently docked, uh, closest to the time of the murder. I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. If I had to guess, I would think that Seamus has- his death has nothing to do with any circus. Then what would you guess his death had to do with? Well, I mean, we're the O'Malley's. We have, uh, many enemies. Chiefest among them, the Italians on the other side of the river. You do the math. Put two and two together. Can you tell me anybody that might have had a particular beef with Seamus? I can tell you many people who have a beef with me. I'm the one who finds it a little bit amusing that mere days after we welcome Seamus back into our family with open arms, somebody goes and puts two in the back of his head. And don't think I don't know whose calling card that is. Yes, I'm, I'll have it out for the postman. But the postman never acts on his own volition. I want to know who it was that ordered the hit. Can you tell me why he was missing his hands? What are you talking about? Missing his hands? Your nephew had no hands. His are you hands telling me completely removed surgically. that my sister's lad... No, wait, he had my same last name. Are you telling me that my brother's lad, my wee little nephew that I once dandled on my own knee, had his hands mutilated and taken? I don't know if they were mutilated, but they were surgically removed. We got a real psychopath on our hands. Now, I would appreciate any help you can give me so that we can wrap this case up pronto. So while, while they're having this conversation, I was standing behind him kind of scribbling my notes and I I drew the uh, the symbol of the gateway on one of my piece of papers and uh, I'm gonna step around the detective and just like kind of flip it up real quick and uh, and ask him if he'd seen it have you seen the <laughs> have you seen this <laughs> hey, mr. O'Malley have you seen have you ever seen this symbol before? It's personality mirroring. It's good. It's good <laughs> Abe's a changeling. Uh, anyway, step around. Excuse me, have you ever seen this symbol before? Uh, Mr. Excuse me, this is uh, Mr. Deuce McGuffin. It's a famous oh, author. Yes, I, famous I think, author extraordinaire. I think I may have read one or two of his, his novels in the past. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, so when when you show the symbol to Connor, his eyes uh, do something strange. They get kind of shifty, as if 
maybe there's something there. Yeah, I don't. Do I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. I'm gonna roll psychology to see if he's full of poo. Yeah, I. Uh, I believe I would be looking for some lies there too, as I'm looking Ooh. in his shifty eyes. I rolled 84 out of 85. You failed. Ooh. Just kidding. <clears throat> yeah, it's. You can tell that he's being evasive. Abe, did you roll? I haven't yet. I. Uh, 77. Out of what's your? Out of 50. Oh yeah. Um, you you think he's on the up and up? <laughs> okay. You think the water downstairs is really water too? Mmm, water. Yeah, you can tell he's being evasive. Look, I can tell you know something about this symbol, so why don't you just make everyone's lives easier by telling me what you know, so that I can get out of your hair and continue on my investigation. That that sounds like a persuade to me. Why don't you roll a persuade? Well, persuade blows chance. Fifty-seven out of ten. You only have a ten. Ten percent. <laughs> yeah. How about you please just tell me, sir? <laughs> I get down on my knees and start begging. Oh my gosh. Um, get down on your knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> I heard you've been smooching with Cliff and Boney Bags. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. Uh, Mr. O'Malley, uh, I'm writing a book about this whole experience, and make sure you leave us. I would like to portray you in the best light possible. I would so prefer any to not help be you can give us in this light. investigation would just be fantastic. What do you think? I mean, I could put in a plug for your establishment here, too. We, uh, don't really want the notoriety here. What if he uses aliases for your names? Now we're talking. All right, I'll let you roll a Persuaded. <laughs> charm. What's better on your Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Charm. Uh, that works. No, actually, Persuade's better for well, me. That, I mean, that sounded persuasive. <laughs> Not charming. <laughs> okay, I've got a 60 Persuade. Thirty-seven. All right. I will I believe you. tell you, <laughs> but my Tommy gun don't. <laughs> All right, Mister McGuffin. And I do like that you've got a little bit of the Irish way in your last name. And I have read a couple of your books in the past. Well, Spent a few hours, so I will tell you this: I do recognize, at least the form of that symbol you showed me. You asked me before what Seamus has been doing. It's true, he's been over in, in Europe. Europe, Asia, all over. He's been dealing in antiquities. I don't know the specifics, but he did show me one time something he had. I believe it was a tablet or a rock of some kind. It had a symbol, it didn't look exactly like that, but when you showed me that, that's what it reminded me of. But he was dealing in antiquities. That's that's where he got that cool 50 thou. Okay. Now, if you're saying that, uh, that have anything to do with Seamus' death, that's what I'd be well, looking. It appears something he was involved in perhaps got him killed. Do these antiquities have anything to do with the circus in town? I don't like those circus freaks. They give me the creeps. <laughs> I truly have no idea what you're talking about with these circus freaks. 
I know nothing about the circus. Well, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the... Um, let's the see. thing about the library. You any idea what he was doing at the library yesterday at 9 a.m.? The university library, that is. All right. I'll give you a little bit more of information. <laughs> I don't know anything about the library. But... Seamus always used the same fence when he sold his antiquities. This guy knows everything that's going on anywhere in the city. He would be the one that I would talk to if I were you. Can I get a name? Huh. Yeah, his name is Jimmy the Fish. Where might I find Mr. the Fish? I don't know, I'm not his mom. Find him yourself. You're a detective. <laughs> well, so I am. Alright, MacGuffin. Let's take off. Alright, thank you Mr. O'Malley. Could I uh, shake your hand? No. no. Get out. Okay. It was a pleasure. We leave. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you liked what you heard, head on over to Patreon and get the final conclusion of A Helping Hand along with some other bonus episodes. www.patreon.com forward slash The Arkham Files. Thanks again. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.